Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, After Buzzers. This is Reality Reunion. I am your host, English Cleveland. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram, um, at After Buzz TV, as well as on Twitter and YouTube. Actually, make sure you use the hashtag Reality Reunion. And I am joined today by a lovely, lovely lady. <laughs> Also known as the Black Barbie, <laughs> and she's very, very popular on Married to Medicine. I am joined by Quad. Hi, Hi how are you? So cute over there. Thank you. So are you? Thank you. Yay! So we do your after show here, Married to Medicine. And what do you think about that, Married to Medicine? No, it's very stressful. I'm sure. Oh <laughs> It's so sh- are you on the cast? No, no, not for I'm sure I'm sure it's stressful for you guys, but it's so stressful for us to watch it because yes. we can't wait for the next week. We yes. want to see like the whole season back to back to back. Yes. So I am so glad that you're that much invested in yeah, to Medicine. Yeah. That definitely makes me proud. Hello to the Quad Squad. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm sure the Quad Squad is definitely watching. Um, oh, we, yeah. we get a lot of the Quad Squad on our tw- our Twitter and our YouTube. What and, are the people saying? Oh, Lord Jesus. I can't even <laughs> repeat it. Like, it's, no. No. It's a lot. I mean, because... But they you, love me. Yeah. Uh, no, they love you. But then they go in on us if we don't every week. Like, oh, my gosh. Why do you guys talk about Quad? Why do you guys talk about Quad hair? Why do you guys talk... We're like, we can't oh, say... did you guys shade me? No, no, we don't shade you at all. I'm just saying they want us to talk all about you and shade everyone else. Everyone else. <laughs> well, they are the quad squad. Yeah. So thanks for the faithful ones. Right. I, I appreciate that. Right. But no, you, you guys have a right to, to watch the show and review the show. We actually love the feedback. Mm-hmm. So proud that you're watching the show and yeah. you're keeping us, you know, on the radar. We're yeah. very happy that we're going into the third season of Married to Medicine. Yes. It starts June 7th. 7th. At what time? You ready? What time? I'm ready. This nine is o'clock. Six. It's going to premiere nine o'clock. Okay. Uh, on the first Sunday and then eight o'clock every Sunday afterwards. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Exciting. So what? Well, I'll, I'll ask you that later because I really <laughs> want to know what is. Let's get into the season. She but wants I, to know the tea. I want to know all the tea, which we don't have here today. But I want to also talk about. Just a little bit of background about you because we don't get a chance to know reality stars except for an hour once a week for a few months. Correct. And so there's much more to you, of course, than that. And so I definitely want to get to know Quad, the younger Quad, the younger years, where Mm -hmm. you're from, your roots, who's inspired you, Mm -hmm. all of that. So well, okay, that's a lot. But um, we, 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 you you guys actually got an opportunity to see a little bit of my background 
background uh, prior to really going full throttle into um, television or the reality piece. Um, I was actually in medical sales right. uh, prior to just saying, okay, I'm going to let it go and mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and convert completely to reality TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee okay. uh, and uh, went to school in Nashville. Uh, got my degree in biology with a minor in chemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a, uh, an HCOP pre-bag program at Meharry and then went on to do a um, uh, a pilot um, program that Johnson & Johnson and McNeil had uh, in conjunction with the school that I attended and uh, really, really loved uh, being able to go out and to meet new people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I thrive off meeting new people and uh, per- personally partnering uh, what I knew in, in my with my um, biology history or my history in science mm-hmm. uh, to partner that with my love for people. It was just, it was just a given that I was supposed to be in sales. Right. Uh, and then it doesn't hurt that the money's good, too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So what made you get out of sales and say, you know what, this is not what I want to do anymore? Well, it wasn't a situation where it was not, like, what I wanted to do anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very successful. I was in the top 10% uh, in the company and, and definitely in the region. So I didn't have an issue with uh, being a medical sales rep. I actually enjoyed it, you know, talking to doctors, kind of um, schooling them, so to speak, on, you know, know, my equipment and, um, you know, the device that I was selling. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't that I was wanting to get out of it or I was just so fed up with it. You know, Uh, it wasn't a cubicle job. So I was able to be as free as I wanted. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, you know, lots of autonomy, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I like that. But when I stopped to look at, you know, medical sales versus where I could possibly go mm-hmm. in the arena of entertainment, not just reality TV, right. but in the arena of entertainment. I'm like, listen, I might need to kind of just really focus on, you know, where this can go in right. television and entertainment. And uh, at that point, I had to say goodbye yeah. to um, to some very good people that I worked with. So. Yeah. And it hasn't been, I can't say that it's been, um, you know, a bad choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is some challenges with uh, being in a part of reality TV, but it hasn't been a, a bad choice. You know, I have now completed my first movie, which aired, actually it aired on BET. I had a very small role, guys. What movie? It was called um, My First uh, My First Love. Okay. And it was about uh, this couple who kind of had some marital woes for a minute, but then they got back on track. It's very interesting. Uh, got a chance to meet some awesome people. Uh, that movie was with uh, Carl Payne. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. know, we know uh, Carl. Uh, also, Brayley Evans, uh, Pooch Hall, Ga- um, Gabrielle Dennis. So it was some very amazing talents. And just for me to be amongst them. And they opened, they just welcomed me with open arms. And I was very grateful for that opportunity. So we have some more things that we were working on. I since then, well, prior to actually that, I've been signed with CAA. And so that's huge. They don't represent very many uh, reality stars. And I think it's probably maybe two of us. And that would be myself and Lisa Vanderpump. Okay. So um, it's just... a blessing to uh, for for people to see you from afar and see so much in you that they believe in you. They want to work with you, right? Um, not only that, you know. Now I am uh, also the brand contributor for BCBG. You know, yeah. and that's just like a dream come true for me. Here I am, this girl from Memphis. I've always been fly. May I add? Right. But okay. That's what say. I wanted to ask because I wanted to get a little bit back to the older years uh-huh. quad, like yeah. the original. Not 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 say original, but let me say like the. 
Prior, prior to, like, yeah. we'll, we'll prior. just say pre-television. How right. about that? Pre-television mm-hmm. quad. What was your style inspiration? Who were, you know, where did you transition into? Because, you know, before when you were younger, were you making your own clothes or were, what were you doing? No, I just was telling my daddy what I wanted him to buy me. Oh, nice. That's perfect. <laughs> I do the same thing. Hi, Dad. Hi. <laughs> well, you know, so I was just, um, you know, I would just tell my dad, you know, that these are the things I want. And my dad, you know, he would completely oblige as long as I made good grades and mm-hmm. I graduated number three in, in my class. Um... It was just this one little guy. He, what? what, what? You know, he just. Anyway, he was number two in the class, but okay. you know, I, I was okay. Competition, with, of course. Yeah. Why not? It's yeah. nothing wrong with a little healthy competition. But I had always been a very popular person. Mm-hmm. I've always had a very magnetic personality. Uh, it's amazing. I can build a rapport instantaneously, right? And a lot of times they uh, turn into some very long-lasting relationships. Mm-hmm. I still have friendships from when I was in grade school, right? You know, yeah, that's so I, great. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It's actually a great uh, characteristic to have. Mm-hmm. Because we we know that loyalty is just you know completely out of the vocabulary for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I've always been you know into fashion and into beauty and you know wanting to express myself and wanted to look my absolute best. I've mm-hmm. always been very girly, right? Um, and so it just was a natural progression for me. I, I will say, earlier on, um, I had this phase, and I don't know what this was about, but I was wearing polo shirts, and I asked my father for one pair of Jordans. Okay. And he was like, okay, and tell me why do you want this? I'm like, it's the hottest tennis shoe. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, and I was very young then. But, you know, he he did it. So you were in a polo phase, which is very Southern. A lot of people in the South mm-hmm. love polo. It's oh, like God, yes. upscale. That's but like everything in everything. Mississippi. Yeah, you of know. course. Mm-hmm. So what is your inspiration now? Like, what designers do you follow? And then how did you get into BCBG? Okay, so now, um, I, honestly, I love how Victoria Beckham, I love how she dressed. Like, she's fierce every yeah. time she comes Fast out. and smart. Oh, God, I love it. I love how she dressed. Now, her line, on the other hand, it, it's kind of missing for me. It doesn't really, to me, represent her. Like, right. she's always very strong and very bold. And, you know, she wears things that complements her physique. And it's just very nice mm-hmm. on her. She changes her hairstyles. And I love that. But when I logged onto her website, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm about to get my shop on. And I didn't buy anything. No. I didn't. I okay. really didn't. Because I just thought, I just, I didn't think that it was a true representation of her. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm interested in what's going to come out next for her. But she's definitely a fashionista to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, Luba Azria is just one woman who is after my own heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never seen a woman who works so hard but still is so loving mm-hmm. uh, and, and very accessible. Um, for me, I have been... Um, shopping at BCBG for over 10 years now, and uh, you become an elite client when you spend the type of money that I spend, so to speak. And uh, with that, you actually get invited to New York Fashion Week Mm -hmm. and I had been invited for over the last few years and you know was able to go behind stage and actually meet Luba and also Max and just do some great things with them and it just continued to the relationship just continued to grow right you know and uh, I, I, I I just feel um very honored to 
to be a part of that family, you know. Cool. So expand on what your position is in, mm-hmm. in your partnership with them. So the partnership is basically um, they have a program, and this was the new the New Guard campaign, mm-hmm. where they pick a lot of um, women who are at the top of their industry, whether mm-hmm. it's being uh, an author or an actress or a ballerina or a person who is an entrepreneur, and they utilize our stories to inspire others. Okay. And that to me, I was just like, yes, yeah. this is completely me, and I can look good while doing while doing it. Right. And uh, that was a big deal for me to be able to take my story and to inspire others mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, you know, so when we think of America, we probably won't just automatically think of Memphis. Right, you know? of course. Um, we don't. Well, we might think of Memphis when we think about like rhythm and blues. Or but, barbecue. Or barbecue, right. of course. <laughs> but, you know, you normally think of, you know, L.A. or, right. or New York. Mm-hmm. And here I am, you know, right here from Memphis, Tennessee. And I just wanted uh, everyone to hear my story to know it doesn't matter where you're from. Right. All you have to do is have a vision. Mm-hmm. And you have to be serious and resilient. Right. When it comes down to that, uh, it's not always going to be easy. It mm-hmm. is quite a challenge. Some people will not believe in you. In fact, people will taunt you. We actually saw that uh, last season with me mm-hmm. where people were, they were just like, well, what the hell is she thinking? You mm-hmm. know, what is she talking about? She's going to do a puppy couture clothing line. Right. Well, um, yeah. I did that, and she's doing very well. Well, can she please let us know all about it? Because that <laughs> was so my amazing. next question. Yeah, yeah we um, we talked a lot about it on our after show, mm-hmm. and I have a dog, but she's, oh, do you? she's not tiny though. What's her name? Her name is Coco. Okay, and what type of baby is she? She is a Chow Husky mix. Okay, so how many pounds is she? She's about forty pounds. Oh, she's a big one. Yeah, she's not a baby. Lord, put her on a diet, <laughs> right? <laughs> she's eating two bitty kibbles a bit. Yeah, she's a lot of food. Um, But tell us about your beloved children. I love my girls. And then they're the inspiration behind your line, right? Really? Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, I'm always this person that everything that I'm affiliated with must be the absolute best. Right. So, my girls included, you know, we would go out and, you know, they they are with me a lot. Okay. Almost everywhere. Okay. And I would buy them things and little t-shirts and you know, little cute little you know, things, little socks and stuff like that. But I was just like, every time I would wash it, it's just like, it, it shrinks. It's mm, cheap. It yeah. unravels. It fades. And I'm like, wait a minute now. This is, I'm not spending my money for this. And then it's not like all of that. It's kind of right. like PetSmart. Yeah, of course. You, you know, no shade yeah, to no, PetSmart. Yeah, no shade, but then you also want something that's different that you can't see another dog wearing. Like, exactly. Just like you wouldn't want to see someone else wearing the same dress that you're Never. wearing. Right. Never. Of course. So when I got married uh, about three years ago, mm-hmm. um, I was looking for a wedding gown for the girls because I was not going to get married and not have my babies to go down that aisle with me. It's just not going to happen. We're family. So, um, I started shopping and I, we bought two dresses. I think I came across a dress that was probably like 80 bucks. Two dresses were, they were 80 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. But they were like the cheapest thing yeah. ever. And it, it was probably flammable. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It was oh, so no. cheap. But, you know, that's what was on the market at the time. And so I had to pick the best out of the worst. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, listen, if this, whoever designed this, I can definitely do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a vision. I know what I like. You know, how can I make this happen? And so, of course, you know, I have a good friend, Rico Chappelle. Yeah. And uh, I sat down with him. He and I actually went to college That's together. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. So you guys go way back. Yes. 
We okay. actually went to college together, and so uh, I actually started doing some of his uh, first fashion shows when mm-hmm. he initially got out, um, mm-hmm. you know, got started. And um, which I, was drama last season, might I add? Yeah. 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 Continue though. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> so anyway, I said, like, hey, you know, this is what I want to do. You know, you, you know how to draw. You know how to sketch. I can mm-hmm. tell you what I'm looking for. I know the type of fabrics that I want. You know, let's work together on this. Mm-hmm. And he was like, listen, you've always been there for me. Without a doubt, let's do it. And so here I am at that point running from L.A. to New York in the fashion district yeah. and literally pulling fabric myself. Wow. And guys, I'm probably like 118 pounds, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. And imagine a, a bolt of fabric is huge. Huge. Mm-hmm. It's it's really heavy. Yeah. But I had to do what I had to do. And I really like that I was so hands on with it because it builds up a sense of camaraderie mm-hmm. and the passion that I have for it. Right. Like I picked out every button, every trim, every, you know, stitch of lace, the thread, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh it's all me written on that clothing line. And so uh it's of high it's of high quality. Okay. Actually, uh to be honest with you, some of those pieces, if I made them in adult sizes, I would definitely wear them and probably sell out. Wow. Um, uh, it's very nice. I have one piece that I really love, and it's called the Bella of the Ball. Mm-hmm. And uh, I named it the Bella of the Ball because that was my wedding piece. Because, mm-hmm. again, that's how this whole uh, idea came about. Right. So it's beautiful. It's made of satin, uh, ivory satin, and it has uh, crystals and it has pearls. And these are real crystals and pearls. Wow. Uh, it does retail for about one hundred and fifty dollars, mm-hmm. but it is well designed, and that is it's, it's from my signature collection. Oh, so. awesome! But if I paid eighty dollars for some cheap crap like a hundred, right. you know, so I thought I was, you know, I was definitely in the market of, with my, of my competition. Right. Um. And and I it's it's just really funny because when I drive up and down Rodeo Drive or right in Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. that's all you see our little doggy boutique yeah, so everywhere there is a market for it and i think um you have to sometimes think outside of the box mm-hmm. you can't do what everyone else is doing no shade to anyone else but it's tons of lip glosses out there it's tons of hair weaves honey your weave girl it's tons of people who are selling weave mm-hmm. you, know, you know it's uh tons of people who are selling nail polish and all of those things are great and it's what you make of it right. but i just wanted to do something different and something that was near and dear to my heart right yeah and it's totally we we get a chance to see on the show that your dogs are everything mm-hmm. we also got a chance to see um the dynamic of kids and then your dog, which are your kids. Mm-hmm. Well, they're my babies in practice. Right, right. That's what I say. I'm, I'm practicing. So are you still practicing? I'm practicing for... both ways. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. should we see maybe this season um, some news or anything? We have high hopes. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, everyone wants to see. I, I know. Why is it that you guys want to see me with a baby so bad? Please tell me. Because you are very nurturing and caring for your children. Children, mm-hmm. your dog children, My little babies. yeah, and so it definitely seems like you would be a perfect mother, and I am, and be. you would dress them very cute all the time, mm-hmm. and they would say the funniest things all the time. <laughs> kids yeah, with. they would have the perfect one-liners. Well, I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, you know, you're gonna be messed up, right? When this little girl gets here, you're gonna be like a mess. Yeah, I, and I yeah. Only, I'm already saying a little girl because, of course, that's that's what I want to have. I want to have a daughter, but oh, awesome. but I'm not pregnant right now, so. We're just working on it. Well, good. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so 
I saw online also yeah. that you are into advice about love oh, God, and yes. spiritual advice and just a lot of advice mm-hmm. people lean on you for. Yes. So and give I'm us- so grateful. You know, that, that warms my heart more than anything. It's mm-hmm. not the money that I make from the show. It's just the people that I'm able to touch and inspire. I wish I could just roll out like my DMs for you or, you know, the emails that I get mm-hmm. on, um, you know, com. You know, I'm just so grateful, honestly, that I can really inspire and motivate people. Mm-hmm. It's it's the best for me. It right. really, I, I almost get a bit emotional when I think about that's a blessing that I have on my life and right. I'm grateful. Right. What is the most... I would say popular advice that people ask for. Oh, they ask a lot about, you know, starting their own business. Mm-hmm. They ask a lot about, you know, uh, being the, maybe the odd person out and how do they kind of gather and gain their confidence. Right. They ask a lot about that. They ask a lot about relationships as well. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you, you know, work and then have a balance with your husband, but still being a good housewife. Right. You know, they ask all about that. I can remember that I had a person to email me and they were just going through like a challenging time. Mm. You know, they were going through a challenging time. Uh, I think they were kind of dealing with some things with their, with their parents and they were struggling a little bit. And, you know, he didn't know if he needed to drop out of school mm. or and, and get a job. And, right. you know, he was like, I'm just, I'm torn because my family right now is, mm-hmm. is struggling. And for me, I, I, I understand, you know, going through a hardship. I do. Um, but I would never tell a person to abort school. Right. I would never do that because I feel that a lot of times when people say, oh, you know, I'm just going to sit out this semester. Mm-hmm. Um, they never go back. Yeah. You know, life happens. It, yeah. it just does. You yeah. know, you know, uh, different issues po- come about, you know, family happens and then before you know it it's three years later and you, you've not gotten your degree yet mm-hmm. and so I encouraged him to stay in school and you know he can work a part time job but school was the primary his primary responsibility mm-hmm. and uh, you know things will come and I, I, I told him that he needs to stay deep in prayer about that and things will happen it will change it really would yeah yeah so that's more you do would you say you give a lot of more spiritual advice um, to people do you always lean on saying prayer or God or always circle it back around to that um you know that's that i'm definitely a faithful person i'm um i'm definitely a spiritual person um so i would i i do a lot of you know what will Jesus do, yeah, so to speak? Yeah. You know, I kind of think about those things, uh, especially when uh, dealing and addressing other people. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that it's it's good to just completely, like, find something wrong with a person just because. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking for the good in, a, in someone. That's it good. doesn't matter yeah. who they are. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel that I'm better than anyone. I just feel like I do have favor and I have a vision. And I'm going to do my part. Mm-hmm. You, do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? I'm not yeah. just going to sit back and wait for it to happen. I'm going to make it happen. Right. Uh, and it is uh, a sense of spirituality with that. Um, I do get a lot of questions about being independent. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you be be an independent woman but in a relationship? Yeah. You know, and it's odd because I think people think that you're supposed to change once you're in a relationship mm-hmm. as a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, you're supposed to change. You're supposed to kind of conform to the relationship. But is that happiness? 
I don't no. think that is. No. And that's not fair. Yeah. Um, I think a person, when you get together, when two people get together, I always say, you personally are responsible for your own happiness. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get with that other person, they can enhance your happiness. Right. But they are never to make you happy and be their sole reason why you are happy. Right. So it's something deeper within that. Mm-hmm. Um, you must be confident and sure of who you are. You know? Yeah. Um, and um, I, I think when you find yourself and find that peace with yourself, mm-hmm. it, happiness is just overwhelming. Right. So with you and your husband, you, mm-hmm. you said you guys have been together for three years. Yeah. We're approaching three years. Okay. And Did you see what my husband bought me for my birthday? Let me see. The ring or the watch? No, the, no, the ring. That's my wedding ring. But the watch. Oh, beautiful, nice? beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Nice when was your birthday? Nice little hue blowing. Yeah. Uh, it was in May. Actually, oh. I'm a Taurus. So, oh. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Um, so what made you decide on him? Like, this is the one. And then... Also, my minor is psychology, so I know a lot. Yeah, so mm-hmm. a lot of people are always like, "Oh, psychology, are you always like analyzing?" Analyzing. Mm-hmm. Would you say your husband is always analyzing you? Well, he. We're both Tauruses, and by nature, Tauruses are very analytical. Mm-hmm. Um, but he will analyze a situation. Right. I don't allow him to analyze me. Okay. Fall back, you know. Yeah. Fall back, Jack. Is yeah. what I say. Yeah. But um, yeah, he um. I think when we met, you know, I I, I, I wanted to, uh, I was ready for a relationship. Mm-hmm. I wanted to date someone. I, I have to have someone who's going to stimulate me. I cannot just date a person because they're the hot thing that's out there mm-hmm. or what they have. What they have makes me nothing. Right. You're going to have to be able to stimulate me emotionally and also mentally. Mm-hmm. And the conversations were, they were good between the two of us. Um, Where'd you guys meet? Oh, this is so funny. This is such a funny story. So we met at Kroger's. Okay. <laughs> I always say we went Krogering. Okay. It's hilarious. <laughs> I went Krogering, so to speak. But it was the weirdest thing because I was in Kroger's and it was this one guy. So he was following me from Alta, Alta, Alta. He got on my everlasting nerve. Like the last, the itty, itty, my itty bitty nerve. Yeah. yeah. He was on that one. Okay. And I just said, this. I have to shake this guy. So I, I there was this uh, older gentleman who I was in a wheelchair. I said, I just leaned down. And I said, can you? pretend that you're my dad. I have this guy who will not stop following me. And so he's like, oh yeah. So I'm talking to him. We're looking at like birthday cards because right. I actually was in the store buying a birthday card for my father. And he's like, yeah baby, that's a good one. That's a good one. Why are you still here, son? I'm with my daughter. You right. know? Yeah. So I was like, thank you so much. And the guy ran off or whatever. So I leave out of the store and all of a sudden I'm packing my car. i putting things in a trunk. And this, I hear this little voice, you know, pull up beside me. Excuse me, are you married? That's my boy. That's my husband. Husband's voice, right? And um, I'm like, okay. So three things that came in mind. So that was his first question. That was his first question. Are you married? Exactly. Okay. So what came to my mind is like, okay, this man is clearly ready for a relationship and marriage. Mm -hmm. He respects marriage, Mm -hmm. right? Because he definitely asked me, was I? And I said he might just be a good choice. Because, right. you know, normally guys come up and they say, oh, you know, you're so beautiful, your smile, and, mm-hmm. oh, you look nice, mm-hmm. and all of the Don't even over. ask your name. Yeah. Exactly. And doing the once-over. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah. Why are you once-overing me? Of course. You know the once-over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nasty. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a piece of meat, right? Mm-hmm. So I then was like, okay, 
He looks like he wants more conversation. I told him, I'm going to put this buggy up. I walk the buggy to the buggy holder. Now, let my husband tell this story. He will tell you that I ran. I broke all types of ankles and toes. The doll did not. But he will tell you that. That doesn't even sound like you. No, because it's not. Right. Okay? He was stroking his own ego at that point. Right. So I was just saying in my head, Lord, please let this man have his car parked and at my uh, car by the time I get out of this store because I know he doesn't think that I'm going to lean over on a car Uh -uh. and put my head in a window. You know, my father told me prostitutes do that. Right. He did the women of the night. Of course. And I said, no, that couldn't be me. (laughs) So um, he was. He was parked and he was there and, you know, he and I began to talk and initially, you know, I'm just like, okay, he's a nice guy. And then he pulled out this car and I saw he worked for, you know, at a hospital. Mm -hmm. And all I could think was referrals, referrals, referrals. Because again, I was in the the business at that time, medical sales. So I was just thinking of referrals. I wasn't looking at him like to be my man. Mm -hmm. But the very next day we ended up going, uh, going out. We went for like pizza or something, Mm -hmm. like very simple. And then we went to... Uh, downtown Atlanta and kind of looked at in, into a couple of stores. Well, I began to like give him like clothing, like here, take that sweater, take that, take that, take that. Mm-hmm. You know, that shirt might look good. Try that on. And so people were already thinking that we were married. But oh, yeah. I, did, I had just clearly met this yeah. man. And uh, some of the things I did like on him, so I just bought it. I ah. bought it for him. And that is very independent. Very independent, very self-sufficient, and the best investment I've ever made. Well, that is so <laughs> cute. That's so perfect. Yeah. That's good. And so from there, it's been... Just, he's funny because he'll tell you like I don't know what the hell she sees in me he's hilarious like my husband's really funny and then just us together it's just you're in stitches and you, know? and you still style him and everything you I know, know he loves bow ties oh lord honey <laughs> this man is a, a true I, I have to ask him are you Muslim right because all you do, are you selling bean pies are you, are you selling are you slinging bean pies right honey? but he looks nice in his suits uh, and he's like he has his favorite store it's in Atlanta and when I tell you we live in that store Literally, he's probably purchased everything out of that store. But he looks so good when he puts his suits on. And yeah. He dresses very nice. He can wear a suit well. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing like a man that can wear a suit well. Amen. I was just about to mm-hmm. say that. So what is the best advice that you can give for women or two women that sure. are dating and that are in a new relationship like how you I'm guys so are. I'm so glad you asked me. Yes. English, yeah. work. Okay. Guys, listen to me. <laughs> Never be anxious for anything. When you're anxious, you make a lot of mistakes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think with women, we, 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 we've been kind of raised up and, and our culture says, you know, we're to get a man and get married and have his kids. But honestly, guys, it's okay to sustain yourself first. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have something to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. I think men look at you completely different when they know she can sustain herself. She doesn't yeah. need me. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that we're not being a liability, right? Mm-hmm. But we're being a benefactor, right? Right. And you do that when you have everything like that. Get your education. If, if not, get a trade. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that everyone should go to college, not by any stretch of the imagination, but Get out there and work hard for what you want. If you are, if you have the entrepreneur mindset, mm-hmm. create your business plan and stop at nothing until you build that business. Right. You know, just always have something to bring to the table. No one wants a person who's leaning on them. You know, oh, she can't get her hair done. She needs me to get her hair done. Oh, mm-hmm. she needs me to get her nails done. Oh, she mm-hmm. needs me to buy her shoes. Oh, she needs me. Like, we cannot do that. Yeah. We can't, you know. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of times when we make those type of mistakes, we see a lot of women jumping from this person to that person to that person. Mm-hmm. So we want to make care, be, be very careful 
that when we come to the table, we're coming with good credit. Mm-hmm. Right? Amen. Right? We're coming yeah. with good credit. Yeah. We're coming, you know, uh, educated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're coming, uh, and, it, and, the, and the education could not only just be uh, in terms of college, but educated within the business that you do, mm-hmm. you know, and being the best at it. If you're a beautician, then be the best beautician that we've ever seen. You know, if you're nail tech, then be the nail tech extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. You know, just be the best you that you can be. Yeah. And I think you set the tone immediately when you go into a relationship like that. Yeah, that's awesome advice. Priceless advice, Priceless. I should say. <laughs> so um, I did also see that you do some community outreach. Yes, so for sure. Wh- what is it that you do in Atlanta? Well, tons in Atlanta. Of course, uh, my number one passion is Canine Companions for Independence. Mm-hmm. And that is an or- national organization that basically raises money to train the dogs to help disabled senior citizen children oh. and adults. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's funny because when I say that to some people, it's like, uh, you, you raising money for a dog? No, baby. I'm raising money for the disabled. Right. Uh, because we know, you know, sometimes people can't walk and, mm-hmm. you know, they need, you know, the dog to turn the lights on mm-hmm. for them. Uh, dog Dogs are so intelligent. We just don't give them the credit yeah. just because they can't speak, but they do understand. A lot. Um, I, I've seen, you know, dogs that have, uh, with, with this organization, that have literally uh, helped a person, like, from going into a diabetic coma, like, right. by just going to kind of, uh, you know, warn the next person who's in the other room, like, hey, something's going on here. Yeah. Like, they're literally trained to do this. And just companions. A lot of times with our, our senior citizen population, you know, the children sometimes get they get busy. Yeah. You know, life is still going on. You know, mm-hmm. they have their own kids. Mm-hmm. And so the senior citizens definitely need that companion. Yeah. So that's one organization that I am head over heels for. I do work with Hands On Atlanta. Um, and in that organization, I, I've done some work for Books for Africa. Mm-hmm. Basically, we box up. And I actually myself have been in a warehouse. Okay. Hot boots. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. And I'm talking about sorting and, and sourcing books and actually packing them up. And we send them over in cartons over to Africa to uh, fight illiteracy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's way more beyond the cameras and the of TV course. and all of that. Absolutely. And I'm so glad we get a chance to finally see you pass <laughs> the hour. But we do want to get uh, a little no, bit I, into the show. Now that was the sophisticated quad. Right, that was the sophisticated. Now put your hair back. <laughs> let them know. Uh oh. Okay, so. Time for the to read. Yes. So let us know what you can tell us what about can this I season. Tell you about yeah, this I mean, season. it's so. It's treacherous. Yeah. It's, we saw the preview. Oh. What did and you think it, about that preview? It was so, I was like, I had to watch it a few times because I loved how they put it together. Like, it was so much in the, drama in the building. the messiest way, right? Yeah, yeah. The me- did you guys not know that it was going to come out that way? Well, we're dealing with Bravo, so it's right. kind of going to always be, it's right. going to be fabulously messy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be messy, but it'll be fabulous yeah. in the meantime, so... Yeah. Tell us about this season. What you can say. What can we expect? <sighs> what fr- are, are there any friendships that are going to be mended or more lost friendships? I think you'll see a little bit of both this season um, mm-hmm. with Married to Medicine season three. Um, there are some relationships that have completely went down the toilet. Okay. And there are some who, you know, people are working on, you know, trying to see where they can meet at a midpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they may not always agree that you might not be my favorite, but yeah. I'm 
want to try with you. Right. And I think we see a lot of that. Of course, we have the uh, the the work life uh, mm-hmm. balance. You know, mm-hmm. how do you continue to be uh, an entrepreneur or a career woman mm-hmm. and still have uh, an opportunity to balance your family? Mm-hmm. So we do see a lot of that. Um, there is a lot of scandal yeah. uh, involved in yeah. this season of Married to Medicine. Uh, it, it's going to be a firecracker of a season. I can tell you that. Okay, riveting. So who is quad this season? What quad is Miss Quad every season? Honey. Okay, so what can we expect? Can I say that Mariah and what are you going to say about Mariah and Quad are friends or foes, or should we just wait and see? You're very optimistic, and I like that. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Um, you should just wait and see. Okay. You really should wait and see. But she is definitely a part of the show in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, so you should just wait and see. For me, just wait and see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, to get a little bit more in-depth with reality TV, what, do it. what have you learned yeah. from seeing yourself on television, and what is the best, like, greatest accomplishment on being re- on reality TV? Mm, my greatest accomplishment? Hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm blessed and coupled with my work ethic. I'm, I'm on a move. Mm. And that within itself is just a blessing. Like, you know, I talked to you about the movie and then BCBG and then Picture Perfect Pup is doing mm-hmm. amazing. Um, it's, it's just been awesome. You yeah. know, that has been really good. And would you say maybe like inspiring your fans or gaining all of these fans and being able to out- no, I love, outreach? I love, love, love. I, I, I'm telling you guys, there's nothing so special to me than a human life. Mm. It's so precious to mm. me. Um, and so I love the fact that I'm able to inspire people. I'm, I'm very sentimental when it comes down to that. Right. I really love my fans and I, and I don't even want to call them fans. I call them my supporters. Yeah. You know, because they're real people. Yeah. And I'm just happy that they look to me for inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, um, what was your next question? You had said something before that. About reality TV, what have you learned from watching yourself oh, on what television? Well, I've always known this about myself. I'm loyal to a fault. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always um, kind of, I, I care about people. So a lot of times, you know, Again, I'm always looking for the good in people, and that can kind of get me in a little trouble sometimes with the wrong people right. because, you know, wolves, wolves do come in sheep clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll see a lot of, you'll see a little bit of that this season. Right. You know, you, you really would. But I would just say it's, it's so interesting to me, like, how people interact when the cameras are not on mm-hmm. and then for it to be like completely different yeah. when the cameras come on. Yeah. I'm like, who the hell are you? Yeah. You know, what the hell happened? Mm-hmm. Where's where's the person I was just hanging out with yesterday? Okay. You know, and it's just amazing how people would like do and say whatever just to get a little bit more attention. Yeah. They will. You know, they will come up with like these preposterous lies. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they believe the lies that they're telling. They sell the lies. And it's just like give me a break that is pathetic Mm -hmm. like you have nothing else to offer so you just result to drama yeah i pity you yeah so what has changed now i'm sure you can't go into kroger and without people in atlanta recognizing you and people wanting to take i can't go into weho i cannot hang out in weho (laughs) without everyone's like oh my god that's quad let's go over let's hey girl yeah it's quad it's quad 
God. They sing that jingle all the time. And I just get in there with them and we dance and we sing and we have a good time. I never turn anyone down for a picture because I understand that that could change someone's life. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you care enough about me to even ask that, Mm -hmm. if I'm that important to you, Mm -hmm. then of course I'm going to oblige. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. So since I will be here on Sunday doing the show. Yes. What's T, honey? Quad squad listening to English. What you gonna do, girl? I want you to give me some very important information to give to the quad squad on Sunday that I can say, hey, quad specifically told me to tell you guys this. What do you want to tell them? I want you to tell them Mm -hmm. to get ready. Okay. Gear up. Lace up their boots. Because we're going to light it up, baby. Okay. Okay. We're going to light it up. It's going to be something What song should I open to then? Because we always open to a song every single week. What song should we? What song did you open to to me last year? We opened every week. We changed our song. So, and it was on Sunday. Every Sunday we did it. Like we would go to brunch and then come do our show. <laughs> so we would all like be a little bit turned up. Okay, I but to turn um, up. I'm sh- I don't know. It was such a long season, but we had so many different songs. But mm. what's your song right now? We should probably put on oh, for our first do episode. I love right now. <laughs> I, I was just thinking of Rihanna. I don't know why. I was, okay, I, I that's my song too. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I was thinking of that, but I was just actually thinking of Rihanna. But what song right now would I say that you should open up? What? Beyonce, I'm a grown woman. I've done that song too. I will mm-hmm. do that song. I had mm-hmm. to host a show by myself one uh-huh. time, and I was like, I'm going to put on Beyonce, grown woman. Yeah, that song. Yeah. So I will right. put that on for you this Sunday. <laughs> you must. Okay. You must. So let us all know where we can find you. Please, all yeah. of your websites, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Listen, guys, if you want to continue to be in my business, even when the season is off, mm-hmm. you should definitely log on to www.quadisverybusy.com. Mm-hmm. You should shop uh, pet parents. You should definitely shop for your little babies at pictureperfectpup.com. Mm-hmm. We ship them out like hot case, honey. We, we're not trying to hold on to inventory. So we got you. But when you order, the shipment's going out. Trust. Uh, you can definitely follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Absolutely Quad and at Facebook uh, at Quad Web Longsford. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely a pleasure to have you here Thank today. Thank you so much, my dear. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys can always find me on Instagram at Pink English as well as on Twitter, English Speaks. If you guys have any questions about Quad or about the show or want to talk, tweet. Get, like, tweet us. Yeah. We should do a live. How about we do a live tweet? Yeah, we're using the hashtag Reality Reunion. Reality Reunion. Yeah. What about that reunion last year? Ooh. Deep and dangerous. Very deep and dangerous. <laughs> I'm excited for this. Reunion. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. So make sure you guys tune in um, to our or our after show on Sunday. And before that, make sure you guys tune in to Married to Medicine on yes. Bravo TV yes. this Sunday, June 7th at 9 p.m. Central Time or Eastern, Eastern Time. Eastern Time. And okay. then 8 o'clock every Sunday following. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So there. I will see you guys there, okay? Actually, you guys should beat me there. Okay. Right? Yeah. Watch me. And what what hashtag should they use to like get get in touch with you while watching it with you? You know what? We're gonna go ahead and, and say Quad is very busy. Hashtag very busy, honey. Okay, so that's what we're gonna go with. Quad is very busy. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you guys Sunday. We love you. Thank you so much for tuning Mwah. in. We'll see you next time. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.